Welcome to Growth Hack by Poppy Digital. Tips and tricks to master the algorithms from industry insiders. Now here's your host, Julian Espinoza. Welcome back to Growth Hack, where we break down marketing channels like Google, Facebook, Instagram, and show them how to make them work for you. Have you ever heard of Microsoft's Power BI? Did you know people are using it to squeeze the best results out of paid social campaigns? Power BI is an interactive data visualization software product developed by Microsoft with the primary focus on business intelligence, and we bring on Corey Hankey to tell us how he does it. Corey is no stranger to the importance of finding creative strategies for online engagement. He's an expert in organic and paid advertising, specifically YouTube, which he has helped advertisers scale through the five-year-old agency, Variable Media. He specializes in data visualization to help bringing advertising data to life and provide immediate actionable results to clients and agencies. Welcome, Corey. Glad to be here, Julian. What's going on? Dude, I am absolutely stoked on this episode. I think this episode is going to be really, really a good one. So I got to ask, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. Okay. So this episode is is going to be really into the weeds on media buying. And what that means is buying media on Google, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, wherever you're buying media, wherever you're pulling data from, wherever you're spending your advertising dollars. And what's really interesting is over the last decade that this type of media buying really, because you know we were doing media buying with pay-per-click back in the 2000s, but really media buying took off with this idea because Facebook really sort of democratized uh, this whole idea of being able to buy media. Anyone can go on there and, and, and start running ads. And so for a while, people had to like sort of get used to it. Like, well, what is this? What is a good media buyer? What, what does that look like? And, and, and what are the skills and what are the tactics you use? And so then kind of at some point, everyone kind of ended up on the same playing field. It's like, we know how to use it. They made it really simple. It's, it's super easy to create an ad and, and run it. And it, most of a lot of these things is automatic placements, automatic this, automatic that. So it, it's become really, really easy over time. And so we saw this insurgency of need for really good creative, right? But now everyone's doing really good creative. A lot of people are doing really show-stopping ads or thumb-stopping ads. And, and so now we're seeing this, this, this new thing. And, and what I want to talk to you about is this play on data. So when we think media buying, what, what do you think about? I think media buying is a whole new world that we are living in and it is what you exactly explained, which is ever changing. You know, I think if we look a year to year, it's kind of a, you know, tough thing to write a book on something like this because it's going to change so rapidly. But from my perspective, it's all about the data. And if you're able to analyze the data and be the fastest with it, you can make the best decisions regardless of what platform. So I believe data is key in terms of driving the best performance for advertisers today. Let's get into the weeds though. What are you talking about? What do you what what data? Like we have data, so what, what do you mean? I think the cool thing about the data from these platforms is that they're very specific. Is that if you look at the way that Facebook changed the landscape of media buying, they included engagement metrics. And so that's likes, shares, comments, reactions, right? So now you have a little bit more to go off of. If somebody's sharing your content, that's earned media. That's additional impressions because they shared that with their audience. Not something that you can calculate, you know, um, extremely down the funnel, but also something you can look at in terms of evaluating the creative. And so when you combine engagement metrics along with performance metrics, 
you get a little bit farther. Now, when you take that and you combine that with the placement, right? And you think about something like a story ad where you have full share of voice, 100% of that screen, and then you combine that with an image or a carousel or a video, you get into a multiple of different types of um, placements in combination with engagement that I think opens your world to evaluating creative, understanding your audience, but also driving the best performance. And so what you're suggesting is that you're taking these data points and you're taking them offsite. And when I say offsite, you're taking them off Facebook and then you're crunching them somewhere else. And then you're coming up with something actionable. So I'm, I'm totally a visual guy, but unfortunately we're on an audio platform. Um, talk to us. What does this look like? So you're taking us first to, to another, another software. Talk to us about the software. And then from there, talk to us about what two, three, four data points are you pulling? And then questions aren't done. Um, and then what intelligible data decisions are you making based off that? I think uh, when we take the data off the platform, you know, I believe that these platforms were built for media buying, not necessarily analyzing the data. And so taking the data off the platform, I think is key to understanding, you know, what's going on. And then using a tool like Power BI, you're able to visualize the data in a very unique way that you've probably never seen it before, just looking at it inside of the user interface. So when we go into you know, something like Facebook and go to that breakdown area and we can break things down by age and gender, we can break things down by placement and device, we can place, break things down by region and a lot of other different ways, but we can't combine them together. I can't look at region by placement, right? But if I put the placement name or if I put the region name in the ad name, I can now pull out where that ad went to. And so when you pull the data out and you name it a certain way, you can find out deeper insights than the platform is ever willing to give you. Um, I think the next step comes in the combination you know, of platforms. When I'm able to put everything in the Duopoly starter kit, which I think is Google ads and Facebook ads, which gives you display, discovery, YouTube, shopping, search, Facebook, as well as Instagram, you now get a CPM, a CPC comparison in that top line, right? In the beginning, I start with CPMs and, and CPCs looking at impressions and clicks across seven different platforms. And if I can see that all on one screen, I'm able to understand where I'm getting the most value. Now, there are a difference between something like search, where you have a limited supply of inventory, or which we have now Facebook and Instagram, which seems like an unlimited supply. Right. And so those CPMs and CPCs are going to be different as well as the add to cart, you know, the add to cart conversion rate as well as the performance. But looking at them all together and being able to optimize, you know, across multiple platforms, if you include Snapchat, TikTok, Bing, et cetera, you now have a holistic picture of how your media buying is how your media buying is working. So you're talking about Power BI. So tell us, what, what is Power BI for those people who don't know what it is? And then how are you ingesting data into Power BI? Um, Power BI is a data aggregation and visualization software. It's absolutely free. You can go um, you know, download it today and work with it. And what you're able to do is to bring in data sets either from the desktop of your computer through something like a Dropbox or directly from you know, the application programming interfaces or the APIs that these um, media platforms allow you to pull from. And so, you know, you're able to ingest it in a variety of ways. What I think is the special part about Power BI is the way that you visualize the data. And so while we are on a podcast and this is audio only, 
being able to visualize, you know, a lot of different platforms and understand their performance, not only makes you understand the data better, but you're faster. You don't have to log into this platform, that platform, and that platform. And the next step would be is to add in your website behavior from something like a Google Analytics. And so inside of Google Analytics, you have additional information that goes to the site behavior, what's going on on page, and then also, you know, your total return on ad spend across all that media that you're buying, you know, within the platforms. So I would assume that getting all this data into Power BI is is a little bit of a challenge. So like, and then, and then presenting it in a way that's digestible. And so this requires sort of a skill set, right? Absolutely. Um, I, I, I've been saying this for, you know, I think one to two years now that Power BI will be the ch biggest change to marketing and advertising. It's just, you know, there's a lot of people that haven't put a lot of stock into it yet. Um, I think, you know, we've gone from a day where, you know, we would receive, I think, data from networks and we would take that data, you know, maybe create a pivot table or a chart, put it on the left side of a PowerPoint, write our, write our notes on the right side of the PowerPoint and, you know, send that over to the client. And soon, you know, all this data will be ingested, you know, at the, at the snap of a finger and we'll be able to just, you know, pull it up and discuss it, you know, with the client right there and they will have access to it. But it is something that we have made a huge investment on and I still think it'll be the biggest change to marketing and advertising when um, when everybody decides to catch on. All right, so let's pretend you're all set up. You got Power BI, you've got all this data, you've got this you've got great visualizations, right? Talk to us about and 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 obviously you don't need to be super specific about the brand or the product, but talk to us about something maybe over the last week, 2 weeks, a month that you've seen through this visualization where you made a critical change and it suddenly improved the, the, the client's return because of this data that you were able to visualize? Sure. I think, um, you know, with the launch of Reels ads, I think recently across, you know, a ton of our brands, I think the biggest thing that actually I'll give you two examples, the Reels. So one of the things when they, when they came out with Reels ads, I made all of our advertisers jump on it immediately. And the first thing that we do is we analyze that data. And what we found is that, you know, the real CPMs and CPCs were far more effective than stories, Instagram feed and Facebook feed. So we moved a lot of dollars there quickly. Now, when we look at, you know, Reels ads two, three months, you know, um, after the launch of them, we can now see that those CPMs and CPCs are more closely, you know, aligned with where, you know, stories, Reels and CPMs and CPCs are. But I think it was an advantage to our clients to be able to jump on them so quickly and us being able to have the data to understand that that is a place where they would want to be, understand and be able to optimize. And I don't think that we would have, you know, that understanding just looking across, you know, 10 different ad sets, 50 different creative, you know, and sticking inside the user interface. What, what you're saying is in the Facebook uh, interface, you're saying that you don't think that this would you could have made the same decisions that you made or the same, you couldn't have come to the same conclusions using Facebook's interface versus Power BI's. Not, not as quickly, not as quickly. And then the other, the other example that I will give you is, um, you know, running TikTok ads, right? And being able to see those CPMs and CPCs in a visualization tool on the same line and compare them to Facebook and Google, like I said, you know, at the snap of a finger, so now you're able to get an understanding of like, oh, wow, you know, like our CPCs are wildly effective, you know, on TikTok. And I'm sure a lot of people are seeing this.
But when you go ahead and go inside of Google Analytics and you analyze the cost per session, somebody actually getting to your website versus what a platform is showing you as a click, you're also able to see that that cost per session is between three to 10 times what the CPC inside the TikTok platform is. So if you think about a media buyer, right, they're all overworked. They're all managing, you know, 10 to 15 clients if they're at an agency or if they're inside of, you know, a single brand. You know, I don't think they would have the time to understand how that cost per session is working out versus that CPC, because, again, it makes up a fraction of their media budget. You know, TikTok is only going to take up at most 10 percent of the entire media budget. So why am I going to dive down that rabbit hole when the data is given to you? You're able to understand very quickly that like, oh, if I look at the cost per session of TikTok versus the cost per click, I am able to now understand that. It is not as effective as I thought it was. But again, it's having the data as quick as possible to make really good decisions on your media. And why are you suggesting that Power BI gives you that rapid uh, decision-making ability? How, why? Why? Because I can log into Facebook interface or, or I, I can log into any of these interfaces, regardless of who it is, and see real-time data. Why is it so much faster doing it through Power BI? Because you get a collection of it. You get it all together. You know, if you're running across the Duopoly starter kit, like I said, you know, seven different platforms, instead of clicking the shopping tab, clicking the display tab, you know, having to compare them by scrolling and, and navigating through there, it's all delivered to you in a way where you can one click, see the difference. One, two clicks, see the difference here. Combine it with prospecting versus retargeting. One click, boom, I have the understanding of the information. So it's just being able to get to the information faster. And I believe that is a super important detail you know, that you need in today's media buying world. If we were just running across search in the Facebook newsfeed, yeah, I think the platforms are just as effective to be able to do that. But when you have 10 different platforms that you need to optimize off of and make decisions very quickly, it is an advantage, you know, to be able to see the data very clearly, easily um, through something like Power BI. When you talk about speed, I think we're also talking about something else. I think we're talking about the ability to recognize the trends in a way that you wouldn't be able to recognize them if you're looking at all these interfaces independently. I think because you have them in one place and you're able to flex between these two and, and get this data, that's where the speed is. The speed is in, a, in, in the ability to be, be able to digest ingest this data, digest it, and be able to make a decision much more quickly instead of looking at a bunch of different platforms and maybe having eight screens. Like maybe maybe that's maybe that's the equivalent. The equivalent is having eight screens with eight interfaces and be able to look at all of them, but your eyes are rotating around eight screens where this is one screen, one dashboard that can be able to bring the data to you in a different way. Julian, you said it better than I ever could. So I appreciate that, man. So Talk to us. You've got this really exciting project. It's it's in early in its infancy. I want to hear about this project that you're doing from a tool set standpoint. Yeah. So we began just focusing on Power BI from a media buying standpoint. And so media buying being the Duopoly starter kit, maybe adding on a few different platforms. And that was kind of like our tool set. But since we've been expanding and so now being able to visualize Shopify data, right? And so now I'm throwing your products in there. And the cool thing about Shopify that's very different from Google Analytics is you get new versus returning customer versus in Google Analytics where you get new versus returning user. And so having an understanding of the new purchasers and what they buy versus a returning purchaser and what they buy is very key to you know, your media buying efforts. And so if I know that new purchasers maybe buy a bundle 
but returning purchasers maybe buy like a single product. I know now, you know, what to use from a creative standpoint. If I know that this bundle makes up 50% of my total sales, I know, you know, where my focus is. And again, it's speed. It's being able to understand that at the drop of a dime. In addition to understanding the, the product information, so now we have media buying and product, we've now built out social dashboards from an organic standpoint. So now I can look at organic traffic to say like, okay, is our organic working, you know, as well as our paid? Is our paid influencing our organic social? How, you know, if we take advantage of reels, right? Because that's the only thing that can go, go organic on Instagram, an in-feed or a story is never gonna do that. How is that affecting our total reach and having an impact on the brand? And so with Shopify, adding the product piece, adding the organic social piece, we are now, you know, um, adding the next piece which is um, you know, SEO and um, data from Google Search Console. So being able to look at organic searches versus paid searches and how those organic searches have either increased or decreased, what the average position is, has, those, have, has the average position improved or not improved over time, looking at um, branded searches versus non-branded organic searches and marrying that with the Google data has helped us, well, has helped us give us a well-rounded picture you know, for these brands that we didn't have in the past. So the tool continues to advance, but still with the same concept of taking platform data and being able to visualize it. This tool sounds rad, Corey. Where, where would someone get this tool at? Um, you'd be able to find out more information on variableanalytics.com. You'll probably end up with a conversation with me and I'll be walking you through it to help you educate. I think um, the coolest thing that we're doing right now is we're, we're running a lot of audits. You know, and so being able to audit a brand, show them their data inside of our tool is really effective and bringing the most value to people that are interested in it. So variableanalytics.com would be the place to go and, um, you know, hope to see you there. Are, are you charging for these audits? These audits, you know, do, do hold a charge. And, um, you know, it just depends on what type of, you know, um, platforms that you have. The more platforms, the more complexity, um, obviously the higher cost, but ultimately we'd have to evaluate things a little bit further. I think timing is also in a play if they need it quickly versus, you know, if we have more time to kind of dive through. And then also, you know, if they just want to report versus, you know, a full presentation and a walkthrough is also going to be a difference in price. Absolutely. Well, let's, uh, let's assume that they're going to get a good deal if they mentioned the Growth Hack podcast. Oh, 100%. Corey, what a great episode, man. Really, really thankful, humbled to have you here, really excited about that tool. Hopefully we can uh, throw a client at you and start to see uh, some audits as well. Really excited and we want to have you back soon. All right. Sounds good. I appreciate the time, Julian. Thank you so much for having me on and um, you know, excited to see what we can look at in the future. All right. Catch you guys later.